monster. We've all seen the posts, heard the chatter, but now let's address the issues, but in a sit-down, talk, and listen manner. And that's where this show comes into play. This is Mustang Mentality. It's not your typical town hall banter. This is a place for open dialogue. It's relaxed, where voices can be heard, ideas can flourish, and bridges between town hall, civic organizations, businesses, and our people can be built. Mustang Mentality. It's more than a catchy name. It's a symbol of our town's spirit. Free thinking. Untamed unafraid to challenge the status quo it's time to change the narrative we're here to foster understanding to build a better monster together this is mustang mentality now your host a proud resident and business owner right here in munster anthony christopher all right Okay, so today I'm sitting down with uh, Katie, the owner of the Gourmet Goddess. Yes. So thanks for being here. Um, got a lot of positive feedback on the first episode, so I'm thankful that you're um, uh, joining me and that there's interest, uh, more interest than I thought would be uh, from the first episode. So hopefully we get more listeners and uh, you can tell us um, all about yourself and the Chamber of Commerce. That's what we're doing here today. Yes. So first... Um, Introduce yourself. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. Um, the first interview was really great. I just finished listening to the rest of it this morning um, and saw Chuck at the chamber meeting last week, Thursday. So I definitely think um, it's great to open up the lines of communication mm-hmm. among the people in the community. Um, I'm Katie Sanito, and as you said, I'm the owner of The Gourmet Goddess, which I am a personal chef, a private chef business. I have been doing that for the last 10 years. Hello. So... Um, I work with my clients, most mostly private clients, but some business clients as well. Um, that's certainly where the chamber comes in and has been helpful and growing, helping me grow my business in the last ten years. But I work with my clients privately to most often celebrate special occasions. So I'm doing, you know, significant birthdays, retirement parties, holiday parties, bridal showers, baby showers, all sorts of things. Yeah. Yep. Well, I've, and I purchased from you before because I know you've done events with Toluca Paper in town yes Mm -hmm. yes really mostly through kind of getting through covid because my business is i'm going into my clients homes right or their businesses to help them with an event and when we weren't being able to do those sorts of things uh it it kind of became okay how can i make a shift here take what i do um personally for clients individually and be able to do something that can be helpful to people, but they can, they can pick up from me. So um, partnering with Tanya at Toluca and using her, her shop um, and just doing other things together over the course of the years has been really great. And um, you know, a great bond as small business owners. Yeah. And I also, I knew there was somewhere else too. And so I'm a member, I own top tier nutrition obviously, but Mm -hmm. I'm also a real estate, um, I do real estate in Indiana and Illinois, and yes. I'm a member of the Brooke, Brooke Metz, Metz team. Yes. And she uses you for all of the uh, exclusive open houses, the big yes. new construction open houses. Yes. The real estate um, agents are great clients of mine, Brooke especially. Um, she usually will order a nice cheese and charcuterie platter or maybe some other small bites that I can deliver. Um, I actually just mm-hmm. delivered to a, a property she was showing yeah, um, week, just right? in the last week. Mm-hmm. So that's a great uh, partnership I have on more of a, a you know working with other small businesses yeah. um, versus private clients. But, yeah. yeah, excellent. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, we're sitting in the uh, Chamber of Commerce office here in Town Hall. Yes. So tell us about your role uh, in the chamber. I hear you're, what's the official position? You're taking over the chamber? What's your oh, title? Oh, I'm not taking it over, uh, <laughs> but I am moving into my, my term as the chairman of the board. Chairman, okay. Yes, mm -hmm. so I have been a part of Munster Chamber for nearly all of the 10 years that I have been in business okay. and have served in some capacity on the board of directors um, and most recently as part of the executive board for the last, oh gosh, I don't know, five to six, maybe even a few more years than that. So um, really proud to be a part of this chamber and am um, excited on, mm -hmm. you know, being able to um, share my vision and input on how I, how I think um, you know, we can do some new things in okay. the coming year. Yep. So we talked, um, <clears throat> and you actually reached out to me a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So um, I want to start there when it comes to the, the substance here. Yes. Um, I'll pull up some of the things that we um, that I was posting about on What's Up Munster. Mm -hmm. I had sat down with uh, town manager Dustin Anderson a couple weeks ago, and I had said, I think that what the town of Munster is lacking is a small business liaison and a voice of small businesses of my size. And I started going to multiple businesses in town mm -hmm. and just asking them questions, doing basic outreach that I feel could be done by the town or the chamber that, in my opinion, wasn't being done. Um, so I'll go through some of that data quickly. Sure. And it consisted of retail, fast food, service, medical, uh, and specialty retail businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first question I asked, th thoughts of the town of Munster. This was not based on residents or community members. It was more town staff and town representatives. Mm -hmm. And it was a mix. We've got nice people, responsive, good encounters, and then it turns south. Difficult, frustrating, snooty, regulatory, and, and goes on and on. Um, do you feel supported by the town? Three of 11 said yes. Four of 11 said somewhat or indifferent. And four of 11 said no. Um, is there anything you would change about the town or code? Three of 11, and this is uh, personal experience and now I'm seeing it elsewhere, signage and code enforcement is a big one, a big issue with the small businesses. Mm -hmm. um, lack of community engagement, personnel not consistent, that goes back to enforcement of oh, things. Okay. Um, the BZA process, lack of attention to small business. And uh, next question, a lighter question, why did they choose Munster? Four of 11 being residents, two of 11 having their business located on Ridge Road, three of 11 were franchises, um, or they took over an existing business, nice place to be, and good market response. Okay, has anyone from the town ever interacted with you like this? One of 11 said yes. Uh, one of 11 said only candidates, so this past election. Mm -hmm. uh, two of 11 said after we approached them. Seven of 11 said never. And then last question, would it be useful if someone from the town came at least one every once every 90 days to touch base with you? 100% response said yes. Sure. So that's what I had posted publicly. Mm -hmm. And you messaged me. And yeah. you said, hey, this is who I am. This is what I think I can do to help small business. And just tie it in. So... One of the big um, things I've been critical about the town is lack of communication. So again, I want to thank you for, you reached out to me, you saw this, you saw these statistics of these small businesses, and you said, hey, I'm from the chamber, I'm here to help you, I'm here to have your voice heard, how can I help? So I want to thank you. Sure, you're um, 
I've personally, now I've joined the chamber for a third time. Uh, <laughs> well, but thank you. We're <laughs> glad you're here. <laughs> the other two times, I joined, d- couldn't really make it to the meetings and things, so I kind of tapered off. But I sat down with you. Uh, not only did you reach out to me, we also sat down. You met me and with Brad uh, Hemingway right. also. Right. He's our immediate past chair. Okay. And I had great conversation with you guys. I liked what you were saying, and I believed based off that conversation, things were going to um, be more inclusive for businesses of my size. So, um, yeah, I just want to thank you for, for reaching out. So when you, when you saw that data, what kind of compelled you to say, let me, see, let me try to get involved here? Well, I, first I want to say, you know, there's a lot of that was direct, those responses were directed to town individuals, which I see being different than the Chamber of Commerce. Absolutely, yes. we're yes. here in the same community and we're in the same building and, you know, want to, whenever possible, try to improve communications between both of our groups so that, you know, we're hopefully making the town um, community members and, and from the Chamber perspective, the town businesses and members of the mm-hmm. Chamber feeling supported. Um, so I just, in my role as the incoming chairman, but also as a small business owner, um, I never like to see a fellow small business owner not feel supported. Certainly a lot of those things are town specific and not something that I feel um, the chamber necessarily needs to resolve or it's our responsibility to resolve. But there are certainly opportunities that, you know, the Chamber of Commerce is here to support our small businesses. And we have... um, a healthy, you know, independent business owner, small business membership. And I just, you know, I'm looking at my opportunity as the incoming chairman to say, okay, what can we do better on this front? Yes. Not that we're not doing anything at all to help our small businesses, but I think there's certainly, how can we do things better to make sure, or at least help, we can't make sure, but help our small businesses feel like they can come to the chamber to learn things on how to be a better business owner, Mm -hmm. or are they struggling with um, just, you know, getting more traffic in their stores? I mean, we know there's not that great walkability here in Munster yet. Right. Um, You know, will it ever be like some of the other communities? Probably not, because Mm -hmm. this is not how our town is built. But are there things that the chamber can help organize on behalf of our small business members to say, hey, you know, we can have some a holiday shop hop or we can, I don't know, come up with various things to help support our chamber businesses in growing their business within the town. Yeah. Increase visibility among our, our you know, community. Do, these, do our residents know that some of these businesses exist? Yeah. Maybe they don't. And that's a real shame, but it could just be they haven't walked around this certain corner and they haven't seen this certain business. So Mm -hmm. I know those are challenges our business owners face. You know, a couple of businesses in town are personal friends of mine. We talk about these things on a regular basis. Um, I do not have a physical location. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just not the nature of my business and and what I do. So um, I don't have that challenge of having a brick and mortar that I'm trying to get people to walk into. But I still face many of the same challenges as, you know, an entrepreneur, as a solo business owner that many of our other business owners face that I just, I want to do what I can to make things easier for them. Sure. Sure. So, um, it, I mean, you touched on it, right? You're, we're not saying that the chamber is doing a bad thing, but to, to take it to, for anyone to take over a position and say, that's eh, good enough. That would be a terrible mindset. So oh, for sure. the fact that you're saying it, things are good, but let's improve. 
I think is the right thing to do. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, are there any ways, uh, you know, have you taken over yet, or is there a ceremony? Is well, there a certain date? Um, I guess officially, yes. Um, our December membership meeting, which was just last Thursday, is always our, our board installation meeting. Okay. So um, reinstallation of the current board members and new installation or installation of any new board members. So we had four new board members join and sort okay. of take their oath. Um, and then also as the um, positions within the executive membership change. So okay. uh, Marianne McCauley was our most recent chairman, and she has now um, completed her time. And we added Damian Rico from Hospice of the Calumet area. He's now come onto the executive board as our secretary. Okay. And then Michelle Luna is our treasurer. She's from Horizon Bank. Um, Jim Dunn is the vice chair. He's from People's Bank. And now I'm moving into the chair position. Okay. Um, so is there any immediate steps you're going to take? You have, did you have like a game plan? Like this is what I, are you really excited for like one project? Um, I'm just very excited to, um, take over and really give that small business eye to mm -hmm. things. Um, you know, that's the beauty part, I think, in, the Chamber of Commerce and and as um, we're, you know, we're a volunteer-based group of people. So okay. of course, I think um, we have a great pool of volunteers for sure. And there's always opportunity for new ideas from people's different perspectives on the industry that they work in. Um, what who you know other business leaders they have access to to be able to bring to the chamber. Mm -hmm. um, and so I. I'm excited that I have that small business eye and mindset and um, motivation to really sort of beef up that that part of what the chamber can offer. Sure. Um, okay. So what if you're? I wouldn't say the chamber necessarily like recruits, does it? Do you, you guys? You guys don't go like this is what we can do for you, or well, or is there a? I mean, you know, we have information about you know the advantages of participating in sure. the Munster Chamber of Commerce okay. and any Chamber of Commerce yeah. for that matter. Yeah. But I think you know every every chamber sort of has their own personality and their own style. Um, you know, I I solely belong to Munster Chamber okay. purely because. I'm an independent business owner. Mm -hmm. I only have so much time. Sure. You know, I don't necessarily believe that being a part of many chambers is the answer. Uh -huh. You know, certainly for um, our local banks and some of the other larger organizations. Oh, right, right. Yes, it's it's important for them to be a part of all of as many chambers as they want to be a part of sure. amongst Northwest Indiana. But for me, the best fit is has been Munster Chamber, and so that's where I devote my time to try and, you know, make it a better, okay. a better place to be a part of. Okay. Um, so what with the new, the new chairs and the new committees and mm -hmm. everything being formed as someone that was a member of the past sure. in, in small business like myself, what if someone says, ah, I did the chamber. It really wasn't for me. Um, what would you say to them? Like what's new, anything upcoming for, to say, come back, try us out again, these are the things on the horizon. Well, um, well yes. I mean, the, it could have just been, the players have changed. I mean, I've okay. been part of the chamber, as I mentioned, nearly the entire 10 years of my business. Sure. And many of the folks who were active and big players in the chamber five years ago, mm -hmm. you know, their roles have changed. Maybe they're no longer in the business, uh, working for the business that was 
the, the member and they were representing, and sure. so they've moved on. So the players can change. Okay. And so I think that means there's always an opportunity to maybe revisit, come back, you know, attend a, a lunch meeting or two and see, mm-hmm. um, you know, is it a better fit for you now? Mm-hmm. You know, just be open to coming back. Um, you had asked, you know, is there a plan? Have we done anything yet? Yes. In November, we always, the board of directors is, we meet and we have our plan of work meeting, which is to say, okay, what what was great this year? What maybe, you know, was okay? Do we want to continue to do X, Y, and Z in the new year? What do we... What are we ready to get rid of? What yeah. is it? What is just sort of lost its luster? It's time to move on. Um, and you know, what do we want our focus to be? Mm-hmm. Especially as we have some newer board members that have joined us. Um, I love that we have um, Mr. Heller, superintendent of School Town of Munster, okay. as a board member, new more, new board member this year. So we're really wanting to make sure that our board is consists of the various players in the community that we're here to support. Okay. School, um, Wendy Miss, you know. Uh, she's on the board as well, so yeah. we have that connection with the town and our other local business leaders. So, um, you know, this year, again, because my my focus and I think my area of expertise and passion is the small mm-hmm. business owner, mm-hmm. um, we formed a new committee for small business development okay. so that we're working on things like, you know, maybe some lunch and learn, some morning workshops, some things that are geared towards our small business owners. Again, um, you know, what that will ultimately look like. It's going to be dependent upon our chairs, our committee chairs, um, sure. Brett Heller and Evan um, from, uh, gosh, I'm blanking on his business <laughs> name, but he is, his business is a, E. James Consulting. Oh, okay. His, uh, Evan Sylvester. Okay. His business is to be helping small and mid-sized businesses in the various stages of their business, but, you know, mainly those that are in their um, you know, three to five year stage and needing help with growth and things like that. Okay. So great, um, great people to be heading up that committee and working on deciding what that's going to look like. What are yeah. we going to offer? Who are we going to tap into? You know, we've got great leaders within the chamber. They might be the right people to lead a workshop on something or, mm-hmm. you know, partnering with the school and um, the startup studio and the entrepreneur business students there. I mean, there's just great ways we can make some some fantastic connections and help um, help everyone yeah. great. do a better job. Great. Yeah. Um, so I'll give a shout out to Wendy because that's who the first time when I was in business, I've been doing business with the town for over 11 years now. So Wendy had a large role at the chamber when I first um, started. Yeah, she was so, probably executive director at that time. I, I believe so. So right. I had um, opened my business, uh, joined the chamber, and I had an issue with my vendetta with the town and signs go back over a decade now. So, um, and we do not have any role in right, that. So. Correct, correct. So um, what's hysterical is, and I, I'll have to take a picture, the sign behind you it c- is not permitted in town. I don't know if you know that. Oh, the that. sandwich boards? Yes. yes. Uh, because it's not the right material. So even though that's professionally done, hmm. if I had that outside of my business, I could get fined or you know, I couldn't. they wouldn't give me a permit for that actual sign. So that's a... a multiple hour long rant for a different day. But um, I was out of town for a conference and I had left. I was, my original location was where Bombers is now. Okay. In the Harrison Ridge Mall next to Marco's. Uh, I had an A-frame sign, which I had permitted and everything, but apparently you can only have signs in front of your door. Well, the Harrison Ridge Mall, what good is a sign in the courtyard? I wanted it on Ridge. Sure. Um, so I had put it out on Ridge. They told me no once. And I, I went on um, 
a, uh, a trip over the weekend. I had my sister working for me. And she put out the sign, and she put it out on Ridge. And I came back, and I'm like, where the heck is my sign? It's gone. And she didn't even notice it. Oh, I think I left it outside. Well, anyway, it got picked up by the town code enforcer at the mm. time. They had it at the police station. Wait, It was a whole big ordeal. Oh but anyway, I talked to Wendy. And I said, this is probably outside the scope of what the Chamber of Commerce does, but I have a problem because they're telling me it's like $700 wow. to, get, to get this sign back. And I was 22 years old at the time, didn't have $700 to pay to get a, a, sign a back. sandwich board back. Right. And uh, Wendy got it back for me, and I, I didn't have any trouble. So good. Um, that was what the Chamber did for me good. <laughs> in my time in Munster here. But, right. Um, so, yeah, I'll give Wendy that prop, and we've stayed in touch ever since. <laughs> and so even though I didn't really say I didn't see a return on mm-hmm. the, the chamber, sure. um, it is a good place to network and, and form relationships. So yes, every business is different. So, okay, I, I own a, a business that sells shakes and smoothies, mm-hmm. and I also do real estate. There's some advertisements and things that I would not do for my business, but I would do for real estate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Centennial Village, I'm sorry, Centennial Golf Course being one of them. They reached out to me to do their um, scorecards a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. And, you know, $800 for top tier nutrition to be on a score, that's a lot of smoothies I have to sell. And I said, I can't can't do that. You know, it just doesn't make sense. But I said, you have a realtor yet. And I ended up paying the money, and so I'll be on the scorecards uh, this upcoming year. Oh, good. So there's different things um, at different price points for different businesses that you can see return on. Sure. So I'm, I'm excited with the new changes and you coming on board with the chamber to hopefully help businesses of my size see that return. Because these professionals, they can see a return pretty quickly on their money. Well, sure. Right. I mean, and I'm with you. I understand. I mean, it's like I have to, you know, make a whole lot of cheese platters to to cover a cost of an $800 advertisement. And I have gotten those phone calls many times. Yeah. Um, So I I can certainly understand. Um, And, you know, why would a small business want to join our chamber? Well, again, the networking opportunities, we do have a, a really great and I think strong um, independent business owner, you know, group here. Mm-hmm. And I know there there are those challenges on time and, you know, making it to every single monthly membership meeting may not be feasible. Yeah. I under, I mean, I've had to miss some myself. It's just the way that it goes. I yeah. mean, hey, I book, I have a client booked. That's where, that's where I got to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I will say, like anything, you get out of it what you put into it. Yes. So you have to be willing to attend the meetings when you can, be aware of when the meetings are. You can always go onto our website or call the chamber office and speak to Karen or Mary Kay and say, mm-hmm. hey, can you remind me what day are the membership meetings? They're always the second Thursday of every month. Okay. Put it on your calendar so you know what it is. Mm-hmm. And when you see it there, I mean, if you can keep yourself available to come, great. Mm-hmm. Um, our meetings are 1130 to 1 with 1130 to 12 being, you know, people are arriving, networking, chatting, and then 12 to 1 is our agenda and our guest speaker of the month. So even if you have, even if you only have 30 minutes that day to pop in and you yeah. can come in from 1130 to 12, introduce yourself. Th- there are so many times when I don't think it will matter. And I'm like, you know, I just, and it's, I'm lucky. I live here in town. Yeah. 
most of our meetings are with at a business that are here in town, so you can shoot over <clears throat> in five minutes. Does it change the monthly luncheons? Um, it can. A majority of our meetings will always, I shouldn't say always, majority of the meetings are at the Center for Visual and Performing Arts okay. because they've got the AV equipment, they've got the space. So when yep. we have, um, you know, we average about 70 ish attendees mm -hmm. per luncheon some meetings depending on the guest speaker it can be closer to 100 some might be a little bit smaller but we we try to um you know book our meetings at other uh members as well and door okay. banquets has become a recent member so we've had at least one if not two uh membership meetings there but most of them are here in town at munster okay. um, sometimes we try to do it outside at the park in the summer we did that during covid and um, you know, that was helpful so we could at least keep meeting oh, sure, and things sure. like that. Mm -hmm. So, but just back to even if you can only run in during the 1130 to 12, you know, shake a few hands, meet a few people, get out there and talk about your business and, you yeah. know, make a connection. It helps. Um, th there are just are multiple times I can count on two hands where I've been at a meeting standing in line, you know, at lunch if we have a buffet or sitting at the table and someone's like, I've been meaning to call you yeah, and they see yeah. my face and hmm. I walk out and either they've I've already they booked something or I get an email later that afternoon sure. to book me for something. So that kind of scenario has happened more than once and so it happens. Though when people see your face and you're present and you're there you're, you're remembered. Yeah. So, um, and if the membership meetings are not something that you can make, I'm working towards provide or trying to create other opportunities that we're meeting and doing something that's business related. And it's mm -hmm. a morning coffee. Sure. It's a lunch and learn. It's something else. You know, we try not to do too many after hours things because that's always a challenging time. Yes. Or unless it's a time where people can stop on their way home from work. Yes. Um, that kind of thing. I mean, we know that there are just those challenges. We have a lot of people who, you know, they're, they're families, they have kids, they've got activities, myself included. My son's a middle schooler at the, at Wilbur Wright. So I get all of that, yep. you know, and we're <clears throat> going to do the best we can to provide as many opportunities as possible for people to attend and be a part of things. Yes. And my biggest thing, um, and I'm so excited, um, the owner of Summer Gold Tanning Salon, a yeah. newer member, mm -hmm. she was at the meeting Thursday as well, and she had come up to me, and she's like, I've got you know some more time back now. How can I be more involved? And I was like, amen, Summer. We've got the small <laughs> business uh, development committee starting, yeah. and you know we need to hear from our small businesses. What will help you? Yeah. How can the chamber help you? I know so many times, um, Tanya, from Toluca, we've talked about it, or um, Katie Rose, you know, Monica, yeah. the owner there. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're trying to rack their brain. Okay, how can we do a holiday something, you know, uh, to get people in here? Or can we do a summer sidewalk sale? And they're all individually, more than like, more than not, working on these things on their own. On their when, own, right. how can we help do that for you? Mm -hmm. If we created something where it was like, okay, let's, let's book a trolley. Mm -hmm. Let's create a shop hop. Yeah. And yeah. you know, these six businesses want to participate and we're going to take people around town to all these businesses because we can't walk them all. <laughs> Don't drive under any, any bridges. And, right. I know, but just <laughs> trying to be creative and fun yeah. to get the community aware and patron you know yeah, visiting our businesses yeah, yeah, that'd be a i mean idea. we want all of this stuff but we need the community to be involved too we need the yes. community to go and shop these great boutique stores so that yeah. they stay open yeah. and we get more of them yeah so we've 
got to do what we can to help make that an easier process for our small businesses. Yeah, I agree. And I'm, I'm looking to get more involved with the chamber Good. this time around. Thank you. Uh, the first two, like I said, I went to a couple meetings. I was like, eh, I, I would rather have a protein shake for breakfast like I normally do as opposed to the salad that I don't want to eat. Uh, so I didn't see anything from the meetings. I listened right. to the speakers putzed around with the food and then kind of left. Yeah, but, well, we want to make, make that <clears throat> when we're, and I think we're really improve the quality of our speakers mm -hmm. and the different topics. You know, mm -hmm. we're trying to make sure we're touching on various things. Um, earlier this year, you know, again, marketing brain, yeah. um, prior to being a chef in culinary school, I, I'm a business major okay. at IU uh, Kelly School of Business Marketing. Okay. So I'm like, okay, we need a survey and yeah. I'm doing all this stuff yeah. just to see what do, what do our members want? What are they looking for? What yes. sort of topics are going to get them to sign up and come to the lunch meeting and attend yeah. and participate? Yeah. Um, but, you know, what are the other things that they're looking for that we can be scheduling and doing outside of membership meetings that right. they're going to be up that are easier for them to be a part of that they're going to see the value of being a part of our chamber because we're more than just the monthly membership meeting yes and and a lot of that takes place in january is when you have the committee signups and things like that um yes our january membership meeting is kind of a, a readout of here are the committees that you okay. can participate in and we have a Many of them are our staples. We have our ambassador committee. So, you know, kind of like you're the people person. You want to sure. get out there, make connections, make sure our new members are feeling welcome. We're introducing them to, right. you know, our existing members, helping mm -hmm. people make those connections. We do, um, we kind of alternate between a new member breakfast or a new member lunch mm -hmm. so that they can meet each other. Um, we do a coffee hour, and that is a partnership among the other chambers in the community so that we're meeting with other people too. Yeah, I've seen, so mm -hmm. there's that opportunity. So we do have existing opportunities for members to meet each other and others mm -hmm. outside of the monthly membership meeting. Um, we've got the golf outing, we've got our annual dinner, which is coming up, but um, the January membership meeting is, okay, hey, this is what we're going to, what we want to achieve for the year. Mm -hmm. Here are the committees that you can be a part of. Come sign up and then everyone kind of gets rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like you touched on two things that bring me to my next thing Good. is getting involved. And w one of them was um, I like how you recognize after hours just doesn't work for some people. Um, I had mentioned that when I sat down with Chuck, I said, all right, I'm going to try to get to your civic meeting this week, but that's like my bedtime, right. you know, so I, I, heard yeah. I listened to that tail end this morning. Yeah. I'm, I'm up before, you know, five in the morning every day and that's, you know, I'm lights out and my wife thought I was crazy. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm getting ready to go to town hall. She's like, what, what the hell do you mean you're going to town hall at seven right. o'clock? Where are you really going, buddy? <laughs> no, but, um, I went to it and I was shocked. There were seven people in the room and I'm like, this is the civic, you know, this was a call out to see yeah. what it's all about. And it goes back to you look at online and you look at these uh, Munster pages and things and everyone has something to say. But then when there's a call out meeting, say, hey, this is how we can get involved. These are the meetings you should be present in so you know mm -hmm. what it takes to plan these events. Nobody comes. Right. It's crickets. Um, and, and possibly one of the reasons why is because it's during the week and it's at 7 o'clock. Um, or maybe just people don't want to come anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's the challenge with anything, especially volunteer-based. I mm -hmm. mean, the organization or, or what happens is only going to be as good as the volunteers that are willing to put right. their time into it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I love that this, your, this podcast is happening and conversations are happening because everyone can sit behind the keyboard yeah. and type away and have opinions mm -hmm. and yeah. think that this needs to happen or that stunk or what the hell. 
But if you want change, you've got to be a part of it. Right. You've got to be willing to put in some effort, give your feedback, be a part of starting something new, mm-hmm. and, and then giving it a chance. I mean, Chuck said it well. Things aren't going to happen overnight. They never right. do with with anything significant. Of course. Um, you know, I love um, The Light the Night, and that's a great yeah. example of Chamber, Civic Foundation, the town, the Parks Department, everyone coming together to put on this community event. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had a little weather hiccup this year. Right, and yeah. hopeful, like, okay, we got to work through that. We got to figure out, we got to make it happen, rain or shine. I mean, we live in the Midwest and it's December. So we're yes. going to have yes. weather no matter what. But we've got to continue to work on things to make it better each year and it keeps getting better but also the community community to be behind it and yeah. help it grow and help yeah. know that um they're loving what's happening and that that gives the organizations involved the encouragement to keep improving mm-hmm. well i mean <clears throat> yes 100 percent, yes and then the back end of it too is you have people like you know I started being more vocal recently, mm-hmm. than I, and I've had conversations with Tom Vanderwood before he left and Dustin over the years about some things I think the town can improve on, but being a small business owner, you kind of have, you don't have, it's like you go to the bar, you know, they don't, you don't talk religion or politics right. in the bar. Yes, well, or at family dinners. <laughs> correct, right, and being a business owner is also the same thing, you know, you can say one thing and piss off 50% of your customer or co- potential customer base. Right, yes. So by doing these podcasts, I'm not doing myself any favors. <laughs> However, Well, you're I putting think, yourself out there. Yeah, so. I, I think it needs to, these are some things that need to be said. You know, some of the responses, well, who the hell are you? You know, when I said these things, I said, I'm, I'm sitting down with Dustin. Thank you for your time. You know, we talked for over two hours. Some of the responses were like, well, do we have to go through you now? Like, are you the, hand, you know, the, Mal, or the person in Dustin's ear, like, said, no, I was thanking him for his time. We had a good conversation about a lot of things around town, but you can certainly go to him, you know, but right. it's like, well, who am I? I'm the one doing it, though. You know, so many people just want to complain and they don't want to get active, right. which was, to your credit, you know, like, I can't say that the chamber is not doing much if I'm not going to get involved with the chamber. Correct. So uh, this time around, that's what I'm looking to do. Well, thank you. And so... And, and I only say that speaking firsthand. I mean, I can throw all the excuses out there, too. I don't have the time. I'm a one-person show, this, that, and the other. Yes, that's true. But for me personally, I just have a vested interest in being a part of the chamber because, A, I'm a social person. Yeah. <laughs> I went from working in, a, in, in an industry and you know being on a team of five people and having a book of clients and traveling and doing all sorts of things to standing in the kitchen by myself. Yeah. And so, one, it was... an a way for me to maintain like social interaction with people, Mm -hmm. but also business interaction, being able to talk to people about my business and what I offered. And I didn't even necessarily think being a part of the chamber would lead me to having some business aspect of my business. It was just like, Oh, maybe these people will hire me personally. And then no, it, it really evolved into, yeah, I have a handful of clients in town that I do their ribbon cuttings and things like that, but also just forming connections and friendships and partnerships and, and meeting with people who also have a vested interest in making sure that Munster is a great place mm-hmm. to have a business yeah. and to, you know, help help businesses grow. And so the, the longer that I've been a part of the chamber, the more I want to see those things happen. And everyone has different skill sets. Sure. And so I'm bringing my skill set 
and doing what I can during my time as chairman to put a little bit more focus back into the small business, but but get involved. Mm-hmm. Ask the questions. What do you need? What can we help you with? Okay, great. Are you interested in helping us do that for you? Mm-hmm. You know, give us give us the information we need to be able to act upon. Because I could think it needs to be one thing, and it really should be another. Sure. But I need help from yeah. the small businesses that want the help. So right. provide us what you need. Right. So right. we can do something. Okay. Um, so one of the words that you've said a couple times: walkable, walkability. <laughs> Yes. Um, so as a, and as a, you live here too. Yes. So as a resident, touch on walkability. What does it mean in your opinion? Where would you like to see it in town? Mm. Um, you hit one of, one of the big things that I'm conflicted on walkability. You said it. We live in the Midwest. You know, the, the uh, Christmas lighting was canceled because of the weather. On days like that, I'm not walking to work. I'm not walking to the grocery store. You're not it, riding your bike? It, correct, correct. <laughs> so, no, by my house, the bike lanes are terrible. It's uh, half, you know, chipped away paint uh, down, down 45th. Um, so, it, where, like, where does it start? What do you want to see? Oh, gosh. Well, um, you know, I, part of my time before I, I'm from the area I grew up in Griffith okay um, so I see what's happening in downtown Griffith yes. there and I'm like mm-hmm. man I wish it was that cool yeah. when I was a, you yeah. know a younger person and, and living there and, and not that Griffith wasn't cool then but sure, no, they've revitalized they it. have yeah. revitalized and that is so great and bravo to them mm-hmm. um, and then for a period of time after college before I moved back to this area because my husband is a longtime Munster family him and okay. his family the Sanitos okay. um, I lived in Chicago oh, uh-huh. so Walked everywhere. Well, yeah, didn't have a yeah, car. Right. You know, I and and seeing how much influx of you know Illinois and city people are moving here to Munster because of our proximity to the city. Yeah. In my opinion, and this is sort of unofficial opinion, yeah, of course, of course. but it's like you know that the people who are coming from Illinois and other communities where, or the city itself, mm-hmm. where they're. There's walkability everywhere. Sure. And then you, you come to Munster, and it's less so. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean we don't have great businesses and we don't have right. great things to offer. Um, you know, Centennial, that's a work in progress. And yeah. that, um, you know, once that's all fully developed and all of those various various businesses go in there, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure it will be great. It's just, yeah. it's, it's in progress right now. So yeah. we, you can't really. I wish, and I mentioned this before, I wish it was more, when I think walkable, I think small, unique retail. Go, correct. And because Agreed. retail, you're walking from place to place. Right. I'm going to grab a coffee and I'm going to go into the right. shop and I'm going to go over here and maybe I'll, you know, stop and I'll stop and have lunch. Exactly. Right? right. But all these restaurants and then the next development is another restaurant. And then the development after that will be a hotel, which are things we need. But it's not walkable. So it's not, not, to, well, it's not right, to say not any yet. of it is bad or we don't no. want it, but it's not the walkable. Not I, don't, I don't think it. No. Well, and bravo to some mm. of the shops like Meg Made and Katie Rose yeah. and, um, the, you know, the coffee shop yeah. that are in there early. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, um, it's tough. Yeah. It's like I'm going to go to the dermatology office and. <laughs> right. Yeah. The last two businesses to open there were both financial planners. Yeah. So, so. I don't know. <laughs> So I'm hopeful, and I don't know. Um, I mean, those are expensive. Absolutely, real estate that yeah. I don't know if yeah. I ever wanted to shop one day. Would I? Would I be able to afford it? I don't know. I, I really I, have no idea. Over forty dollars a square foot. It's tough. Yeah, I can tell you. So it's tough. It, it, you know, it's like what other businesses are they attracting, and mm-hmm. are they the type of small, unique, boutique, cute 
right. shops that the the town wants to right. be able to shop at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I know, of course, Ridge Road is the other piece of it, and that's mm-hmm. our downtown. And that can be great. Yeah. There's always room for potential. It's sure. just, you know, it definitely whether people are for lane reduction or not, I don't think anybody is against cleaning up the area and the beautification of Ridge Road. Oh, for sure. I mean, who wouldn't who would be against that, right? right? I mean, right. that would be silly if you were. Um it's just seeing what opportunity there is. And I will say I have no idea at all like mm-hmm. what anybody with a brick and mortar what their challenges are have been currently are with you know signage or opening their business mm-hmm. i i don't have that experience sure because i i do not have a brick and mortar mm-hmm. but i'm hopeful that the town of munster makes it appealing mm-hmm. and and if they're not will will do what they need to to make it appealing to open a small business here yep. and and maintain a small business yep. here because i just otherwise you know we don't I want to see, you know, unique little little flower shops or, a, you know, a nice little sure. independent bookstore sure. or, you know, just all of that yeah. stuff. I mean, I ha- and again, not to be not everything's negative. Like I live here in town. I have a business in town I'd, and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Right. But I, I know people in, in um, uh, corporate real estate commercial and people, when they hear Munster, they'd rather go other places. It's just easier and more friendly to open other places. Mm-hmm. And that's not me being biased. That's the facts. That's the data on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, we have to just go back to, I think a lot of the challenges started with the character-based code in 2019 or 2020. And I think we need to revisit a lot of that. So hopefully the new council is open to revisiting some of that and making it more friendly. Because, yes, these beautifuls are uh, these buildings are beautiful. The restaurants are fantastic, and that's fine if that's what you want Munster to be. There's nothing wrong with it at all. Right. If you want Munster to be this walkable, unique place, we need to revisit the code and make it affordable. Well, yeah. I mean, I I can't disagree with you there. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, we want people who are living their passion and living their dream and and creating a business because they see the community having a need for it. Like, um, you know, Tanya Kaufman at Toluca Papery. Yeah. She also lived in the city, too. And the reason for her opening her shop is she didn't see that there was something like that here, right. that it's she was unique. used to yeah. shopping right. in the city, as I was yeah. used to shopping in the city. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, it, it's not like... We're coming with you know millions of dollars to open up a business. Sure. I mean it's it's tough, and yeah. so anything that the town can reasonably do to make it easy for a shop owner like Atanya, mm-hmm. like yourself, like you know Sweet Tooth, sure, you yeah. know all of the yeah. they're, they're your neighbors. Yep. I mean, being able to to walk into store after store like that, you know, would be great. Yeah, yeah. So. I've mentioned the town a couple times. Where does the chamber and the town, where's the correlation there? Well, we're in the same building. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, to say, is there more opportunity for um, some more collaboration? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, you know. But it's, for people that, like, don't understand, even myself, it, the chamber is not, like, you're not town employees. The town does not staff the Chamber of Commerce. It's no. a completely separate completely entity. Completely separate. Okay. Um, our executive director and our, our executive director assistant, you know, they are 
paid positions that the Chamber of Commerce, we, we pay them. Yes. Okay. But the rest of the board members, the executive board, are we're all volunteers. Okay. And we are not employed by the town in any way. Okay. So the chamber is fully funded by the uh, fees to join the chamber? Um, yes. I mean, we're a non-for-profit, but, you know, of course, there are the membership fees and mm-hmm. um, then our various activities and, and events that we hold to raise funds to be able to operate the chamber is how... How we work. Okay. How we exist. Okay. Yes. Okay. So they're separate. Um, so someone like myself, right? I say, okay, this sign stuff is absurd. <laughs> I'm a chamber member. You know, help me. That's nothing to do with the chamber membership, right? Like those things need to be. That's not something that we that we're responsible for resolving uh-huh. for you. But I would hate to say that you can't come to us. Sure. Okay. And say like yeah. I'm having a problem, like like yeah. you did with Wendy. Right. It wasn't the chamber's. Um, wasn't their duty to step in. Right. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we care about our businesses in town. Yeah, we, yeah. we want to do what we can to assist you. And so, I mean, hopefully nobody else in the chamber <laughs> has any problem with me saying that. But, I mean, we are right here in, in the building. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. if you came in and said, hey, I'm having this problem, well, we're here. Let's walk you to the right place yeah. and, you know, help you get connected with someone that you need to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we're always, you know, working on strengthening our 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 bond with the community i mean we have our pillars you know we're here to create networking opportunities and and ways for our members to work to together and help each other but you know we work with this we shouldn't say work but we're there to build connection with the school okay um you know and then also with the town and our other civic organizations so so we are here a part of the town community and and the thread and so you know I think we're certainly open to knowing if there's something else that um, we're not doing that maybe a member or a potential member thinks, you know, we could do. I mean. Okay. Yeah. Um, one thing, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, maybe oh, I don't, I did think, Wendy asked, so I'm on Ridge Road, right? We had all yes. the construction. And this is just kind of one of the things that's like, all right, who do we talk to? Where does it go? What is this? You know, Wendy reached out to me uh, just as someone she's known, and she said, what can we do to help businesses that have been affected by this uh, construction and everything. And being realistic, because that's what all of us, we just have to be a little more realistic, I think. I said, Wendy, the town, I pay the town two things. I pay them my water bill and I pay them the annual um, um, fee to the business registration fee, right? I think it's $85 or something minimal. But I said, uh, well, have the town just pay those. From, From Harrison to Holman, the businesses in that gap just the town eats it. You know, that's like a sign of good faith. Right. Just I lost throw, a hell of a lot more than $85 <laughs> because right. of the construction, but it's a sign of good faith. And I believe she brought it up, maybe it was before you had taken the new position, mm-hmm. maybe she brought it up to Brad. Uh, I don't know, is there any steam way on that? Is that something the chamber can do uh, or, or work with the town and say, hey, we've got a bunch of our chamber members in this little corridor here. Mm-hmm. They've been negatively impacted by the construction let's waive these fees. Is that something that's plausible to happen or no? Uh, well, I'm not saying you're going to do no, it. No, I mean, I don't want to say no. I mean, mm-hmm. I genuinely, I'm not sure because okay. it's not our fee to waive. I mean, mm-hmm. can we suggest and say that would be a great, just good faith, like, hey, we know it's really tough. Because I got really my tough. green postcard in the mail to pay it. So I'm <laughs> worried. I'm curious if we can get this going here. So um, I, I certainly don't think it's unreasonable to for us to be able to suggest okay. that the town consider that. Okay. But again, it's not something that's our responsibility to say, yep, it's waived. Sure. But absolutely. we can try on your right. behalf, right? Right. right. Um, 
but you know, like I said, we those the challenges that the businesses on Ridge Road are facing right now with you know things going on. It's like okay, well. We can't change any of that, but what can right. we do to support you? Um, how can we help drive business? To, you know, that's what I'm wanting. I'm hoping comes out of the small business development um, committee mm -hmm. is just more discussion and more understanding of what do the small businesses in town need to help drive foot traffic, drive awareness, whatever, whatever it may be. I mean, you know, our, our a dozen different businesses all working on something very, very similar. Right. And they're working on it individually and, and you know, their precious time. It's like they've got all of these things that yeah. all of these hats that they're wearing and just some things, despite best efforts and intentions, just don't get done because, well, you know what? I've got to deal with this and this is this is the you know, crying sure. the loudest yeah, right now. Absolutely. So this is gonna have to wait and like, oh well <laughs> season's over now, I guess we'll try again next year. Yeah. And it's like how can we get ahead of that for some of our businesses and, and try to help create some momentum to get people to shop? Right, right. Right? That's uh, the key. I mean, we got to get people in the door if they're yeah. going to stay open. Yeah. So that's where I see the chamber having the biggest potential mm -hmm. positive impact is helping our businesses see more customers, yeah. more awareness amongst the community. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if they feel like the community knows well enough about them and they don't need our help, okay. Sure. But sure. Yeah. We're here yeah. and trying to see what yeah. what we can do more for for them. Yeah. And you're right. A lot of it's is overwhelming. You have to wear every single hat there is. Yeah, but like, um and especially there's there's a difference between what people would say a small business and owner operated business. Mm -hmm. There's a huge difference. Small business, you're having generally people have employees and things like that. Owner operated, they can't make the meetings so they're working. Correct. They can't go to these things because they're there. Right. And you know, maybe some places close at three o'clock, four o'clock. Well, if I'm single owner operated business and I close at four o'clock, guess what has to be done after four o'clock? The bank. The this, yes. the that. So yep. it's like it's so overwhelming for people's schedules um, that I, I think hopefully if there's one thing I can suggest the chamber do mm -hmm. is is kind of pick up with what I'm starting and like going that door to door thing. Like essentially what I did when I grabbed those 11 uh, random businesses, mm -hmm. I started on one end of the town. Right. And this, I walked in the it. front door. Yeah. And I said, hey, I'm Anthony Christopher. I own Top Tier Nutrition. Uh, do you mind if I ask you a couple questions? Mm -hmm. And initially... That was supposed to be um, kind of feeding off like the Where's George, like, hey, give this business a spotlight, mm -hmm. which I think was a great idea. Um, but then, unfortunately, too many of the responses were negative, and I didn't want those oh, businesses right. to get the heat for it. So I said, ah, sure. hey, these are uh, 11 anonymous things. Yeah. But that took me like three, four afternoons of my time. And mm -hmm. I would just, I was walked in and tried to catch those owners that could not make a meeting. Mm -hmm. So I think if the small business committee would start there and whether or not their chamber members, I, I don't think should matter to start because you never know. I mean, like you and Brad coming and having a conversation with me mm -hmm. got me to rejoin the chamber. Well, and right? I hope you didn't feel pressure. No, to. absolutely not. Absolutely not. But after that, after that conversation, and if you did not reach out to me after seeing those, I would have. I had no intention of rejoining at mm -hmm. the time, but you saying, "Hey, I represent the chamber. You took the time. You wanted to get involved and and um, see what you can do better. Or the chamber can do better right. for small business." Um, that's re the reason why 
I rejoined. So I think that would be a great recruitment type thing also for the chamber if you guys just worked your way through the town, current member or not, and said, hey, I'm here from the Chamber of Commerce. What could we do for you? Because as you saw, or as I spoke to those things, one person had been approached by the town out of the 11. Right. In a manner like that. And I think that could go a long way. I think so too. And, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm not a data person per se, but I just Mm -hmm. like to have an understanding of what I'm working with. And and I don't want to necessarily operate from the, oh, well, this is what I see. This is what I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of why, you know, it was back in May that we did an, an initial survey just to kind of get a, a glance at, for, for the members that were really coming to the meetings, you know, sure. who are they, what what makeup were they, and almost 50% of the respondents were small business owners, okay. which I would take to mean probably a good healthy percentage of that would be an owner-operator okay. situation, yeah. but... Um, kind of preparing for our discussion today... Um, you know, get, kind of getting a grip on our membership. And we have over 200 members. Yeah. Um, I think that's great. But, of course, not every single one of those is active. Right. As I mentioned, we have, on average, maybe about 75 to 80 members mm-hmm. that come to the monthly membership meetings. And it's pretty consistent on the faces that you're seeing. Okay. So the people that are coming and are involved, they're involved. They're yeah. interested, and that's great. Um, but also wanting to see, you know, how is our membership broken out? You know, yeah. we've, we've got the banks, we've got the hospitals, but, mm-hmm. you know, how many, you know, restaurant-type businesses do we sure. have? And of those, you know, which are the small guys? Mm-hmm. Um, so really getting a better grip on how our membership is made up, but then also to the point of visiting any of our small businesses. Um, I mean, Again, we're a volunteer-based group, right, and right. so has that necessarily been the focus, um, you know, the last couple of years? No. Um, you know, Brad put a great focus on really improving um, our speakers and mm-hmm. the monthly membership, so really kind of making those more valuable for our members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that has engaged um, more involvement from our membership because they're they're enjoying who's coming sure, to the meetings and sure. find value in that. And so, again... Mm-hmm. I feel my opportunity is to really sort of dig into better understanding how we can help our small businesses, primarily our members, of course, because yeah, that's course. our yeah, right. our duty is to be there to support our Absolutely. members, right. but also understand why you know somebody may not be a member because maybe they don't realize that we can help them, mm-hmm. and so that certainly is a responsibility of ours too. So I'm hopeful that when our small business development committee meets and we start really chatting about, okay, what do we want this to look like? Where should we tackle first? That going out and meeting and greeting. And that's why I reached out to you too, because I'm like, you're doing this already. This is something I think, you know, certainly the chamber can be a part of, but let's not reinvent the wheel. (laughs) I mean, if you've already been out there, have you talked to already? Correct. And it it would certainly mean more because it goes back to that person saying, you know, who the heck who are, are you? you? Right. Well, true. Who am I? Uh, when I'm going to these businesses, I'm just a, a resident and business owner. Mm-hmm. I don't work for the town. I don't represent the chamber. Right. Um, so I'm just someone that's like, hey, the more people I talk to, the more people that I know now feel the same. You know, sure. before it's kind of like, yeah, maybe I'm just being, you know, picky with this thing. It's like, no, the more, the more I talk, the more these conversations are going. The more Realizing. I'm finding out, wow, this is this is the the culture of the town. Uh, a lot of people feel the same way. So, right. but, I, and I asked a lot of those people too. We talked at more length. I didn't walk in there, ask five questions, and walk out the door. You know, yeah. but I wanted to summarize. But I had, you know, 
um, have, have you brought this up to anybody before? No, a lot of them, no, no I don't, you know, I waste my time. And so, you know, nothing is going to get done unless you get involved. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these people, uh, hopefully, you know, one, maybe I'll go back to them, these 11, and say, hey, I'm with the chamber now, and, <laughs> you know, this is what they've done for me, and why don't you guys give it a try kind of thing. Right. So, um, And we, it doesn't even have to be that they necessarily need to join the chamber, but I think having this dialogue and in-person, face-to-face discussion. Absolutely. And then hopefully, I know you said you want to have like a monthly sort of roundup yes. of yes. the speakers or the people that you've interviewed mm-hmm. to say, okay, at least the handful, the four of us can chat, but right. if anybody who's listened yes. wants to come and... Yeah. chat with us, <clears throat> I, I think that is going to go a lot further than a lot of posts on Facebook. Absolutely, yes. The round table is something that um, Paul Nelson had recommended when we spoke before I started this. Mm-hmm. Um, he was obviously one of the um, What's Up Munster moderators, and mm-hmm. we were talking, and I had said, man, all these posts, like, I, I just, how do you handle it? And we got to talking, and he's like, he has the same feeling I do. People need to talk in person, like you just said. Mm-hmm. Like, there's too much of that background stuff. It's one-liners, and then it, it just escalates. Well, things get lost in, in it, you don't the hear the tone. You don't hear the tone, You don't yeah. understand someone's perspective. Yeah. And when you can sit down and have an honest face-to-face conversation, yeah. things can get accomplished. Yes. So that's the goal. I'm going to meet the goal going forward in uh, January would be three guests, and then the fourth week would be a round table. Okay. Um, I didn't want to start it this month because the holidays sure. and things like that. Um, but but that's where we're going from here. That's great. Um, so obviously, hopefully, you can be a part of that. And yeah. it's going to be a Saturday or a Sunday. Uh, likely at top tier, I have the space to accommodate people, okay. and we'll do it in the morning okay. because we know these evening meetings. This is, and I'm not saying I'm replacing the town hall meetings no, or anything like no. that, but it's an alternative for people to come out a Saturday morning and, um, and just meet different people yeah. in town. You know, maybe people can't come to the, they don't, they're not members, they're just residents, right? Mm-hmm. But they heard this and they want to meet you. Sure. And so then if you're there that day, yeah. you can make new connections. Right. And, and it's great. Like and you know, someone's there and, and, you know, Chuck's there and talking and, and at least yeah. if Chuck hears something from somebody or the same thing from a few people, he can bring that back. Yeah. And and say, hey, I had a conversation with yes. this person yes. instead of trying to address all of the posts. I mean, you know, social media is great in a lot of ways. Right. I'm not going to deny that, but it also can really make things ugly when they don't need to be. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. And I don't think yeah. there's going to be any policy changes from Facebook comments. So. No, no, not at all. Well, and it's but. just like... <clears throat> and. Everyone having an understanding of just change takes time, but also you've got to participate. Yeah. Well, you can see my scribbled notes here. We touched (laughs) on everything. Good. Uh, Maybe not in order, but we touched on them all. Um, So I want to thank you again for uh, taking the time out of your schedule to sit down. Um, I was shocked by the response we got the first time, over 40 people, which I was expecting like 10. Okay. I'm like, if I can get 10 people, I'm starting something. We got over 40. I think I got seven subscribers. So, Wonderful. You know, hopefully um, it takes off, and it's something that people can get engaged with, learn new stories about people in the town on their way to work, on their way, you know, yes. to Oh, do, I know. I always whatever. listen in the so. car. It's when I have the least amount yeah. of distractions, so I'm listening yeah. in the car yeah. or when I'm getting ready and I'm not trying to juggle 14 different emails and sure. things like that. But... Um, yeah, I mean, good things come from just better understanding, better better connection. Um, and so all I can say is we're going to try, and I'm here to do 
my part and what I can in the next year mm -hmm. as the chamber chair chairperson. Excellent. And so, um, yeah. Awesome. All right. I think we'll leave it at that. Kay. Thank you very much. My pleasure. You've been listening to Mustang Mentality. As someone deeply rooted in Munster, Anthony has walked the talk. He sat down with both sides, sipped coffee with local business owners, and really listened to what everyone has to say. And he's bringing those conversations right here to you. This show is for every resident, every business owner, everyone who calls Munster home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram at the Anthony Christopher. See you next time on Mustang Mentality.